All right, so my name is Alex Barthet. I am a board certified construction attorney here in Florida. All right, let's get right into it. So what is the what are the steps that a, uh, a sub or a sub sub needs to do in order to record their lien? So step one, no later than 45 days from their first work on the project, they need to serve a notice to owner. Um, so let's talk about that 45 days and how it's counted. Um, the 45 days is the date that the notice to owner must be served on the owner and you, the contractor, to the extent it's a sub subcontractor. We'll talk about that in a minute. And that's the day it has to be received by you. So if a subcontractor or sub-subcontractor serves this notice on the 43rd day and it arrives to the owner on the 46th day, then that notice to owner is late. There's no way to fix it. They now no longer have lien rights on the project. Now you as a GC, I would recommend, um, you still should require releases from everybody. So even though they may not have lien rights, making sure they're paid um, and getting releases from them is a, is a great way to um, mitigate risk on the project. The way you count the 45 days is if I am a, let's say I'm a material supplier and I deliver um, materials to your job site. Day one, it starts on the next day after delivery. So if I deliver today, which is a Tuesday, Wednesday is day one. You're going to count every day of the week, including weekends, um, all the way through the 45th day. When the 45th day happens to be a weekend or legal holiday, then you would roll it over to the next business day. So it's possible that the 45th day lands on a Sunday so that the day you get it is the Monday and that's the 46th day and that's okay because it happened to land on a weekend. But again, you count every weekday and weekend and legal holiday until it applies to the last day, the 45th day. Now, there are ways for, there are situations I should say in which you may not get a notice to owner or you get a notice to owner late and it's still considered good. There's a section in the lien statute that says, if the notice to owner is served in a certain manner, I'll talk about that in a moment, and it is delivered, brought to the post office by the 40th day, 40, 40th day, whether it arrives at all or, or arrives late, it's deemed properly served. So how does that work? If um, a notice, uh, a subcontractor, a sub-subcontractor were to um, use a service, um, most, uh, People that use that serve notice to owners use a notice to owner service. Most of those notice to owner services have what's called a manifest. So what they do is they get all of the postage ready for the day um, with the address and the certified mail numbers, and they go to the post office and they have that uh, list, the manifest of all of the mail pieces that they're taking to the post office that day. A postal worker reviews the list and compares it to the items that are being brought to them that day and then stamps the manifest as proof that those items were brought and 
um, accepted by the post office on that day. So if that stamp is uh, on that manifest by the 40th day, 40, 40th day, then if the mail truck catches on fire and you never get your notice to owner, it's actually still deemed good service. Um, so keep that in mind. That's one of the exceptions that uh, could create lien rights, even though you don't get a notice to owner. It's pretty rare, but, um, but it could happen. The next step for a sub or sub-sub to get lien rights is within 90 days of the last work, they need to record their claim of lien. So they've served their notice to owner. Now they need to record their claim of lien. Um, the 90 days uh, is not three months. Obviously some months have more than 30 days. Some months have fewer than 30 days. So just make sure that if you um, are counting the days for, your, for when the lien is due, that you're not counting by the month, you're counting by the day. The counting works the same way. If my last day on the job is today, the last day I actually did real work on the job was today, tomorrow is day one. I count every day through and including the 90th day, including all weekends and legal holidays. And if the 90th day lands on a weekend or legal holiday, it will roll then to the next business day. So if the 90th day was a Saturday, 91 is a Sunday, 92 is a Monday, and maybe that's uh, a federal holiday, so the court is closed. Um, so then 93 would be the Tuesday, that's the first business day after the 90th day. So that's when my lien would be due. Um, a couple of other things to keep in mind with respect to the 90 days. Last work uh, does not include punch list work, warranty work, or repair work. So if I am the electrician and the last work that I did on the job site was a month ago, and today I come back to the job site and I um, uh, do a warranty visit on the generator, that's not last work under the lien law. It's the day that I did the work a month ago. Um, it also, last work does also not include the passing of an inspection. So if I did work a week ago um, and now today I'm meeting the inspector to pass my inspection and all I do today is show up to the job site, the inspector walks around, passes my work, um, the actual date for last work is not today, where all I did was pass an inspection, but it was a week ago when I actually did substantive work. Now that work can be both change order and um, base contract work. If it's change order work, uh, it typically has to be an approved change order. Um, so it cannot be just extra work that I decide to do on my own to, re to create lien rights, it has to be work that's approved contractually. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, teach you all about some of these topics and uh, hopefully you found it useful and can put some of the stuff to, to, to work right away. Um, and again, send me any emails with any questions. Thanks again, everybody.